Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better come. Somebody. You damn right. It's me. It's me. It's the Fantasy Football Hustler. We're bringing you FNT. Oh, yeah. What is up? Shout out to all the peeps watching right now. Throw some comments in the chat so I can shout out everybody watching right now. And um, we're blocked on Facebook again. Uh, Can't stream there, but we're streaming right now on my channel, Fantasy Football Hustler channel, and, of course, on the GMM network. Bogard should be here any minute. Man, we got a lot to talk about today, and uh, a lot of it I want to wait until Bogard gets on here because I want to get his feedback in all this, but we're going to be talking about a few things. I mean, talking about the overtime rules, love them or hate them. We're going to be talking uh, some Tom Brady. We're going to be talking some Aaron Rodgers or Darren Rodgers, and we're going to be talking about that Chiefs and Bills game because that was just fucking insane. And... Before we get into that, we're going to give you a little message from Super Draft Pro, and uh, we'll be back in a second. In a world where hope was fading and isolation was growing between friends, family, and fun, and people began to yearn for a better way to earn. Okay, we've had enough drama in recent history. It's time to reconnect, kick off the game, and play to win cash and prizes. Superdraft Pro is the official fantasy partner of Caesars Entertainment. Yes, that's Caesars. This isn't your grandmother's bingo night. Imagine the exciting chance opportunity of Las Vegas, only bigger, in the palm of your hand. And imagine the energy of the crowd and the love of your favorite game, connecting you and literally every single person you know playing daily fantasy sports, all while getting paid. This is Superdraft Pro, and you can stop imagining. Experience it for yourself. Simply download the Superdraft app and sign up by creating an account. Be a player, or be a coach building teams of players with a range of membership packages that suit your level of interest. And guess what? We know, and you probably know too, that this is a multi-billion dollar industry, with roughly 60 million people playing in North America alone. So, what's new or different about the Superdraft Pro that's actually a game changer? That's an easy answer. 
And I literally mean easy. The Superdraft app is super user-friendly, so playing is easy. So when you play, your chances to win can be easier than other traditional fantasy sports games. It's also set up to level the playing field with our exclusive patent-pending games, which allow you to pick the players you like and the players you trust. This is your draft, your way. See, this really is changing how the game is played. And it's even a game changer for business because not only can you get paid to play, you can get paid when other people play when you become a super draft promoter by sharing the app. Making money doesn't have to be a grind. Turn your business based at home into your home-based playground, getting paid to play, having fun wherever you are. Because this virtual model is high speed and low drag, Superdraft Pro plans to eventually capture the imagination of the world by going global with a simple proven business that never sleeps. Join the fun. Play, get paid, and tell everybody. Download the Superdraft and Sportsbook app today. Available on iOS and Android. Superdraft Pro. Rated F. U. N. Okay, that's enough. You're done. Oh, yeah. You guys got to go get on this. Go get on this ASAP. And uh, like I said before, Bogart should be here in a minute. He's just handling some daddy daycare duties. And Antonio in the building. What up, bro? Said the Bengals Chiefs will be the best game of the weekend. Can't wait. Hell, yeah, man. These AFC games just totally uh, killing the game. Totally killing the game. Uh, we're going to go ahead. Uh, and I, Michavelli, yeah, East Coast 420 time coming up. I just loaded my bowl, so we're going to have to double it up and go back to back. Waiting for Bogard to get in here. Off a of daddy, uh, off a of daddy daycare, and then we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to be talking about that uh, that Chiefs uh, Bills game first. Oh yeah, and Devin in the building. What up, bro? Just in time. Just in time. Perfect time. About to start a little puff puff giving this motherfucker. A little puff puff giving this motherfucker. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, and Antonio said, bang, bang, Niner gang. And at the perfect time, because guess who just showed up? Mr. Five Times. What up? What up? I'm dealing with, dealing with some, some tantrums right now. <laughs> it happens at Daddy Daycare. I'm sure it happens more than once a day. Yeah, I'm, well, my girl... You know what I'm saying? Full, you know, the world we're living in where, like, kids are getting, we're getting emails because the kids are close contact because of school. So, like, my girl has to take my oldest to get tested. And she's like, oh, you want to come train? I'm like, he can't go, dude. And she's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, we're going. And then leaves. And then he's crying hysterically. I'm like, thank you. Right before I start a show. <laughs> Man, that happens, bro. It happens. And, uh, man, this COVID world that we're living in, we can't just all go together to things anymore. Like, we literally, it's got to it's gotta be strategic. You got to schedule me. <laughs> you want to smoke weed with me, you got to schedule that thing these days. Yeah. And Antonio said, Luigi should have came in for the Bucks game. We lost because Luigi wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We almost turned that thing around. And you know what? Before we get into that game, we're going to talk about the dopest game on the weekend, the Chiefs versus the Bills. I mean, we were on talking. We were streaming the entire game. This one was definitely the game that lived up to every single expectation that was out there. Bogard, if you could clear your thoughts a little bit, 
What was some things that you want to say about this game? Um, we knew it was going to be a, a heavyweight bout, you know, going blow for blow, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, fucking, you know, one of the most epic, if not, you know, one of the most epic playoff games we've ever seen. And um, my problem is this number one defense with the Bills. You know, with 13 seconds left to go in the game, you know what I mean? The Chiefs, they got the ball. They just need to get in the field goal position to kick this field goal. And, and guess what? They got multiple timeouts left. And then here's the number one Bills defense, number one in the league, like I said. And they're playing boundary defense. You know what I mean? So it, it's like they, they had timeouts to stop the clock. You know, why Why play boundary defense right there? And then they go down the field like, like water. You know what I mean? And then even worse is like, you know, this. I remember uh, this This happened to the Raiders last year against the Dolphins, you know, uh, actually in, in 2020 season. It was win and they get in. And, uh, you know, with 13 or with 30-something seconds left, they're kicking the ball to the Magic Man, and all he has to do is get him in the field goal position, right? Yep. But what's funny is they kick the ball right out of the end zone. They get a touchback. That That's stupid coaching to me. Because that's that's exactly what the Bills did before that drive started. Yeah, they kicked it right out of the right out of the end zone. You're probably gonna if you kick the ball and let it bounce in bounce uh, in bounds, maybe you take a, a friendly bounce in your favor and you shave off like three four three to five seconds. And now Mahomes only has nine seconds to work with. You know what I mean? I swear that's like a really underrated like skill in the NFL. But if you can kick it to like the one yard line, you know, or like if you can kick it off the tee, you know, get in the top, um, get in the last five yards somewhere. I just feel like even if it's like a punter, because I know it's mostly the place kickers, you know, yeah. who are kicking. If you taught the punter like how to kick the best that he could out there, I bet he couldn't kick it through the end zone like that. And I bet it would be as long as you don't kick it out of bounds. I mean, it'd be all right. I, we're gonna touch on the the Bucks game too, but you know the the Bucks kicker, he kicked it out of the sideline a couple twice. Of times, twice, twice, and like, you know, this is, and mind you, you know, you have guys like, like Tyler Bass, or you know Jake Elliott, or um, you know, uh, who else? Justin Tucker, guys that are the place kickers and the punters, but then you have teams like. The Rams, who have Will Gay, and then you have, you know, Johnny Hecker, the punter, who's like one of the best in the game. Yeah, like I've seen him, I've seen him hold the ball sideways and punt it, but you know, kick it sideways where that thing, you know, spins in the air, and when it lands on the ground, it spins in place. Yeah, like this is a and got it down to the one yard line. Like this is amazing shit. He didn't do that yesterday, but I've seen him do stuff like this. You know what I mean? It's like that's what these punters are. This is why, you know, they do what what we what what they do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I mean, the most minuscule of details. There's there's almost nothing minuscule in football. Just like all week, I was saying, if you had to find a weakness on the Packers, it was their special teams. Yeah. And they lost the game for them. And as minuscule as special teams might seem to a casual football fan, like this is like a pivotal part phase of the game. There's three phases of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah.
David P, what up, bro? And uh, Steezy in the building. What up, Steezy A. Smith? What up, Steezy? And uh, Antonio said this game reminded me of the Chiefs-Rams a couple years ago, score for score. I mean, it seemed like that. I mean, they were going back and forth the entire game. I'm, I'm Okay, so I am I'm, I can't wait to chop this clip from last night when we were covering the game because, you know, right, they go into overtime. And I go, whoever wins this coin flip is going to win this game because both defenses are so gassed. And then, yeah. I mean, then look how it happened. It happened to be the Chiefs. They win it. And they had the prior possession. So here comes the Bills extra gassed. They had no chance. Okay. Good segue. I, you didn't even know that we were going to talk about this. But we're going to talk about these overtime rules. Because there's a lot of people out there who think it's okay. But then there's a whole bunch of people out there who absolutely hate the rule with the passion. Like, what can it be like college football? Like, if one team scores, the other team should get a chance to score either. I'm going to let you go on this first before I chime in because I did a lot of research on this for 2021. And the big thing that I got to say before you even go, NFL is the ultimate gladiator sport. There are no second chances. That's why everything is one game, and that is it. If you can't be like B-Rabbit, you're going to be losing. And listen, I don't even think B-Rabbit was was gassing either, to be honest with you. (laughs) I think it was a novelty. They got a kick out of seeing the white boy tear up all the brothers. You know what I mean? Because well, he had all the intel. That's really what it was. He just had the random intel. You know, knowing his name was Clarence and shit. Like, that just threw his whole game off. And, it'd be, and then, uh, what was his name? Cheddar Bob was like, aren't you going to worry about, you know, your girlfriend <laughs> being a whore? And, um, and beating the shit out of you. And- <laughs> he, gave them all the, he gave them all the ammo. And, and it's funny because, like, only a white guy can get on there and be like, yeah, everybody put your hands up. I'm homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a bum. You know what I'm saying? And you, your name is Clarence, but I'm in a trailer park. And you're like, oh, like that shit was whack. Especially when you rewatch it. It's like, I don't, I, I couldn't believe I must, I was probably a really big Slim Shady fan where I, I appreciated it because I was such a fan. You know what I mean? But it's so funny when you go back to it. Cause the shit's really lame. Anyways. And Brittany Murphy's whack. Um, hey, R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, you know, drug, you know, cocaine's one hell of a But I will say, as far as the rules go, I like how it is, man. Maybe they could change it for the playoffs, and there is no sudden death, according to a touchdown, and you play the entirety of the 10 minutes, and then it's just whoever's on top by the end of that. You know what I mean? But I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to tap back in. Let me calm these kids down real quick. All right, sounds good. Okay, Sounds good. All right. So Bogart will be back. Where where are we at in the comments here? And Antonio said everyone on Facebook complaining about the rules. It's not just Facebook. I saw it on Twitter. I see NFL analysts like Brad Evans, like saying how, oh, the NFL needs to like change their rules so much. Like the, the coin flip like literally determines the winner of these games that go into overtime. I want to wait till Bogard comes back in because I don't want to have to repeat myself for him. But that shit could not be farther from the truth. It could not be farther from the truth. Just because you get the ball first, it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to score a touchdown. Like, it's really not. I mean, in this game, um, you know, with these offenses um, going back and forth the way that they were, I feel like, yeah, whoever won the coin toss like probably was going to go down and score because, I mean, if the Bills would have got the ball, they would have gone down and scored too. Yeah, and Antonio said Chatterbob shot himself in the leg. 
dumbass Cheddar Bob. Where the fuck did you get that gun from? It's my mom's. <laughs> you want to fuck with us? Yeah. Want to fuck with us? Yeah. <laughs> Man, Cheddar Bob. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Let's get uh, let's get another bowl going until Bogard gets back. But uh, I want to I want to know everyone who's watching. Throw in your comments. What do you think about the overtime rules? Um. Because, I mean, it used to be you just kick a field goal and um, you just kick a field goal and the game's over. You know, like ultimate sudden death. Now, I mean, if you, you score a touchdown, you know, you win the game in walk-off fashion. And, um, I mean, if, I, I, I think that the rules are fine the way that they are. I mean, a game like this, I mean, we want to see it go on forever because it's such good football. You know, I, I feel like that's what it is. But what, what's everybody think? about the overtime rule you think uh it needs to be like college where no matter what the other team's gonna get a chance to score or um you like it the way it is right now let's see antonio said it's been forever uh it's been like this forever worse before field goals on the first drive win it all y'all complaining about now out of nowhere yeah and seeing i always thought that those overtime rules were bullshit if a team goes out and kicks a field goal you know that's the game because yeah that's not dominating like i mean you depending on where you get the ball you know and especially if you got a guy like justin tucker and knock it in from 60 you know or some shit like that i always thought that that was like the bullshit part of the rule but if you go down and score a touchdown I mean, you're really earning it. It just is what it is. All right, you want to get any other thoughts in there before I get uh, get in on mine? Yeah, um, I think, I think the the coin like. First of all, I don't have some genius solution here. So that there is there isn't like, one. That's why I do like how it is, right? But I will say. There's got to be some, like, the coin flip. It's so crazy how you guys oh, yeah. real you gotta quick. depend on a coin flip. You real quick, flip. real quick. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Do you think people are more pissed about it in this game because we just wanted to see, like, uh, you know, five hours of football of this game? I Okay. The only people who have a problem with that right now are Bills fans. Same way the Chiefs fans. In twenty in the twenty eighteen AFC title game, yeah, against the Patriots, they lose the coin flip to yep. Brady and in in, in in overtime, and they just don't get the ball back. And like a lot of times, like we were saw how that game was going. You know what I mean? Here goes son. Kit Kat, give me money. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know what? You know what? You want some Kit Kat, bro? He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> he's he's that'll, that'll shut me up until I get wired more, right? <laughs> Man, he's just he's just mad because he like he like going on a ride, you know what I mean? And the mom's yeah, like, oh, left behind. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, I've seen I've seen Home Alone, son. I'm not I, I'm not leaving you alone, bro. You know what I mean? I don't want Joe Pesci running up in my joint. You know what I mean? Yeah, anyway. Ice cream and watching gangster movies, right? <laughs> but, that's what it's gonna be like if they make a new Home Alone. I think they did, but like the kid's going back and he's like eating ice cream and watching Scarface and shit. Nice. <laughs> that's what it should be, is what I'm saying. It's not like that, but that's what it should be. So I mean, I I just I still. It's really it's it's a biased opinion. I mean, yeah. we're not we're not far removed from them taking away sudden death altogether with any. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. what I, mean? I, I want to say just that up. He said, "Now it was w- way worse before when yeah. he was just kicking the field goal on the first drive, and you don't win." Said, "Now y'all complaining now out of nowhere because there, there's a group of people in the group like talking shit about how stupid the rule is." And I even brought up Brad Evans was one of the people who I saw crying about this last night too. Well, I think you had it right. It's really it was such a good game. It's just like some good Molly, bro. When it starts to come down, I'm like, I want it right back. I'm like, let's, let's I don't want this to end. Pop, pop another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you know, it's it's it was just such a good game. And I think America loves, they love an underdog story. They also like new and shiny. For what right. it's worth, Mahomes is a veteran now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though these guys are only a year apart in age, Josh Allen's the new kid on the block. A lot of people want it, it, it's I guess it's our our fantasy nature to project things before we see it, right? Oh, for sure. And like, you know, Josh everyone, Allen was already declared the GOAT because of what they thought he was gonna do this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want the drawing one, son? Yeah, on your other iPad. There you go, Antonio. I like this. Have a fist fight between the captains to see who gets the pick. I like it. See, and that, that if I knew that Oklahoma drill or something like that'd be dope where you got one guy on each side and uh, but have it like, you know, you get it's like two Oklahoma drills and it's like one team on each side of each Oklahoma drill. That'd be crazy. They just bust out 90s trivia. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissor for it because a coin flip is 250-50. What was the famous L what was the famous snooty L.A. series named after a zip code? <laughs> oh, man. And all these millennials, they wouldn't even know it. Well, maybe because of the reboot. Yeah, Ronald, what up, peeps? And Anthony in the building, what up, bro? And Antonio up, said, I think Meet the Fockers was the baby watching Scarface and glued a bottle to, <coughs> of liquor to his hands. Yes. That definitely happened in Meet the Fockers. Asshole. <laughs> and what I was saying, I wasn't saying it happened in Home Alone, but what I was saying, like, you know, Home Alone, that was like 1990, and he's watching like some gangster movie from like the 1950s, or so at least that's the way that they made it look, you know, black and yeah. white. So that's what I'm saying. If it was yeah. like made in today's time, it would be him eating ice cream, watching, you know, the old gangster movie like a Scarface. Yeah, that's like, like 40 like years old to, at this point. Like in Back to the Future. Instead of the 50s cafe, it was the 80s cafe because now, (laughs) you know, X amount of years removed from the 80s, right? Exactly. So, all right, let's get down to this with with some facts and some statistics about this. I'm only talking 2021. I know the rule's been around for a couple years now. But first off, the coin flip is 50-50, no matter what. The Bills chose wrong. And the Chiefs ended up getting it because the uh, the visiting team, they always get to pick yep. on the coin toss. So the Bills had their shot. They missed it. I don't know what it was, heads or tails, but tails never fails. Maybe they went heads. Who the hell knows? I mean, they. you know what's funny about that, too, is, like, there's somebody who instructs the captain, like, okay, we're going heads here. Okay, heads? Yeah, we're going heads. And then he goes out there. You know what I mean? It's, so not, not, like even... captain, it's not like the captain's there, like, okay, oh, I'm feeling heads. Let's go. You know what I mean? So you like got to feel it, though. They're playing percentages, and their percentages just lost it right there. Yeah, I mean, and that's what's unfortunate about that game specifically is because you have the back-and-forth action, one of the best games we've ever seen, 
And then for someone like the, the Bills, two minutes was that the best final two minutes of any playoff game you've ever seen? For me, it definitely was. I mean, yeah, Gabe Davis. Gabe, first of all, it's the fourth. The the it's the fourth and long, and then he runs for the first down, and then they get to a, like a third and long, and then he go, and he goes for all of it, gets Gabe Davis for the fourth time in the game. We saw two touchdowns and a field goal in two minutes of football, damn near. <laughs> yeah, and then like, I mean, for anybody, for anybody who like, like doubts the Chiefs or like, you know, what I mean, like Tyreek Hill is such a problem. You know what I mean? Kelsey is already a problem, but like, I feel like Tyreek Hill makes all that work because he's the guy taking the top off. And you have a quarterback that can get it down the field 60 yards at any given moment. But, I mean, the thing that makes Tyreek so deadly is, like, man, they could give it to him behind the line of scrimmage. He can make two guys miss before he even gains a yard and then still run it for a first down. And then and then I will say, you know, shout out to Byron Pringle and Miko Hardman. Like, they need those, those you know, non-household names to show up. You know what I mean? And Pringle was looking pretty solid. I don't remember, he, like, Nicole really getting too many targets. He got the touchdown, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they needed that. That was the touchdown. That was a bit. Yeah, that was a big yeah. one. That, was that even a pass? Or was that, like, behind the line of scrimmage? Because he took off on that. That was nice. I just, re- I just remember him just, just being gone. I, I I couldn't tell you. I I hadn't rewatched that game at all yet. You know I mean? That'd be I, a good one to rewatch. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be on all day for sure. Yeah, and Anthony said uh, the the movie in Home Alone isn't a real movie. Yeah, they they made up all of those like for that. They just filmed the scene and uh, super dope. But uh, you know, I mean, they're making it look like a fifties movie. Let's see. And yeah, Anthony, I wish Gabe Davis was in my lineup. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you couldn't win any money yesterday if you didn't have Gabe Davis, you know, in your lineup. Definitely should have been there. And Tyreek is so shifty. Hell yeah. And Big BS, what about the odds are even? They pick a number one through ten. Ref already has the number written. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, that's way more than... Uh, well, and see, and, and what would it be after that, though, if they don't guess it right? That would be the thing. What do they get? They get, like, multiple guesses, like, until they get it or something? That would be crazy. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. There's another one. And what they should really do is like uh, what Cartman talks about in South Park, do the Rochambeau. I kick you in the nuts and you kick me in the nuts and then we go back and forth until someone falls. Have you uh, seen the Russian slap games? Oh, yeah. That, that'd be Bruh. some gangster shit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, CTE obviously won't allow them to do that. But like, I mean, maybe, maybe tests of strength. <laughs> there we go. Just random feats of strength. I mean, right. there's no way, there's no way that anyone's gonna find any other, other way, uh, or solution for this for overtime and what it is. So, I think like it's really, it's really out of people's pay grade to complain about this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not let, let alone that we rarely see overtime to begin with. That I feel like I, I mean, because there's no what are you gonna do? Like you said, rock, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> You know what I mean? Then, then what, what are we going to get? In, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it. Oh, no. well, Rochambeau. Oh, no. Paper, scissor, rock. Okay, are we going rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Or are we paper, scissor? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is it one, two, and then push on three, or one, two, three, and then push? <laughs> Motherfuckers are really going to have to practice this during the course of the week. 
<laughs> Antonio says, do Russian roulette with a Nerf gun. <laughs> I like it. All right. So I want you to guess this part. How many overtime games, including this playoff game, how many overtime games do you think occurred in 2021? Okay. Seven. You're way off. 21. What? Okay. My bad. I was probably just thinking of the, the Raiders. Because <laughs> they can't close nothing. They were in overtime all the time. Yeah. 21. 21. This is just this year, just 2021 and the and the playoffs. Okay. God damn. So I got it down here. So we already know that there's one tie that happened. So there's yeah. 20, there's 20 games that were that were won, you know, in OT. The most popular way that these overtime games were won was with the field goal. Yeah. 12. So, so 12 out of 21. So you could say it's fair because that the rule is each team could possess the ball one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if someone's winning by a field goal, that means both teams possess the ball. Yeah. I want you to guess out of these 21 games, how many were won by a touchdown on the very first drive? Uh, none, except for, except for the one last night. No, there was some. Come on, give me a real guess. Give me a real number. I don't know. Four? <laughs> Pretty close. It was six, and the Chiefs okay. did it twice. Chiefs did it two out of the six times. Oh, that's right. Because they because they, they had the Chargers game in overtime. Yeah. Wow. And see, yeah, everybody, everybody was low. Antonio said two. Ronald said four. Every everybody was a little bit low. It was six. Six total, but that's it, including this playoff game. Six out of 21 OT games ended in the first drive. That is it. That's crazy. I mean, a walk-off a walk off is awesome. That's one thing, too. Like, especially if you were a Chiefs fan last night, you win that coin flip, you're like, fuck yeah, we're going to the title game. Because you knew that ball wasn't going back to the Bills. The the, the, the the Bills defense had to make a play and take it away. They weren't gonna they weren't gonna not at least get a field goal there. That that team was too gassed. And you you jumped off when I said it. Whoever got the ball, I mean, you said it. Whoever got the you know whoever uh, got the the what's called the uh, the coin toss was gonna win it. I mean these these offenses. I mean they're probably the two best offenses in the league. I mean not I mean not necessarily in the league, but in the in the playoffs okay. and probably the league. I'd say, I'd say, uh, I mean, wouldn't the Bills the the highest scoring offense or or top? They were top three at min- at minimum. I'm sure they were. I haven't gone back to look at the exact numbers for like uh, top scoring teams throughout the season. So as much as everybody's bitching, you know, about this rule, it was really just this game. Everyone wanted to see this game just keep going and going because there was someone who was even giving me some bullshit. Um, who has given me some bullshit like statistics, like, oh, if you win the coin flip, you automatically get have like a 55% chance of winning compared to like a 42% chance of winning, uh, not getting in. Yeah, maybe that's true. But if uh, if all these OT games were won by field goals, that means both teams possess the ball. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I, I just, I think people need to be reminded, this is football, man, any given Sunday any outcome 
And, yeah. you know, people are usually loud on outcomes, you know, whether they're for or against it, depending on where they favored the matchup to be you know, or to go. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, and if not, you look in the, in the, the, I told you all the numbers of how the votes were going. The highest votes to win this week were on the Bills and the Packers. And Both gone. those teams lost. And they gone. And, <laughs> and my Niners were the lowest voted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And listen, you know what's funny is I'm, now the Chiefs are going to have an overwhelming, like, vote here. And I, I bet you a lot of people are looking Rams Chiefs more than anything right now. Maybe. You know, no no one's thinking Niners Bengals or Rams Bengals. Like, everybody in their mom is thinking Rams Chiefs. I, I haven't I haven't wavered yet on where I'm leaning because, you, you know, I, you know, my process is throughout the week you know what i mean but uh i mean the 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 vegas has both these games close oh yeah for sure yeah i, I think i think the the visiting teams cover because like i i feel like they're just the way that they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of money going on the chiefs and the rams i mean there's gonna be a lot of money going on them and then i think the points are just gonna as the week goes like we've been seeing you know whoever's the favorite is gonna keep Tinyly, you know, getting bigger and bigger, you know, just yeah. making it a lot more lucrative to bet on the the visiting team. I, I will say, just I mean, I know we're gonna talk more about this throughout the week, but like uh, the, the Rams, they're doing everything in their power to keep Niner fans out right now. Like they yeah. literally have Ticketmasters, which is not the only, you know, the uh, the only you know avenue to purchase tickets, but. Ticketmaster in LA is saying you can't purchase tickets to this game unless you're an LA resident, <laughs> and and they're they're asking for like zip codes and everything. I don't know if it's a, you know one of those deals where you can just buy the tickets and then put in an LA zip code and just be like, boom, I'm in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're really trying to keep the Niner fans out. And what's funny is, ever since the Rams moved back to LA, you know, so even including myself, realize how many goddamn Niner fans are in LA at those home games. It's it's basically a home game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you're going to have to try to stop these L.A. residents that are actual Niner fans. And then it even, you know what's stupid about this logic, too, is like, what if you're a, a St. Louis baller who's just a Rams fan? It's like, I'm flying out to the game and you can't get tickets now because you're not an L.A. resident. Well, you got to be like, hey, bro, I swear to God, I'm a, I'm a Rams fan. Okay. Click swear to God, Rams fan, and you're in there. You know what I mean? Like, well, the uh... I don't know how they're going to keep people out. Well, I mean, the one thing I'll play devil's advocate. I mean, they're probably one of the stricter stadiums, like on all the vaccines and all that type of stuff. So, you know, that could be their excuse, whether it's valid or not. I mean, that's probably going to be their main excuse. I saw Pilo posted some shit. Shout out to Pilo. Um, uh, for those that don't know Pilo, he he a, he a Bay Area uh, uh artist, you know, slash producer extraordinaire, uh, Filipino cat too, man. Shout out to my brothers. You know, say, but he um. You know, he's like a spokesman for the Niners. You know what I mean? Like, he always does their their, 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 their pregame shows. And, he, you know, he just – his music is used on their on their site and on their page all the time. They they, they warm up to his music, et cetera. They said that his his box that he had reserved, he got denied. And he posted, like, his, his email from SoFi Stadium saying that they're not uh, – that he's banned for this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, they really they really doing it. I guess – for a celebrity, it's easier. I mean, if you're trying to get a box, they'd be like, no, this, no, we're not selling boxes to anybody, you know, outside of, you know, 
I don't know, man. It, 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 it's funny, dude, because they, they they need it all. I'm not trying to get arrogant, but they definitely didn't want to see us. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. And, and and this is probably the best time to see us because we're all the way beat up. You know what I mean? Like, we we really need we really need to pull something off. I, I saw a stat this morning. Jimmy G undefeated in games that he doesn't throw a touchdown pass. So Anthony said, uh, Ticketmaster says, uh, all is welcome. I seen they just updated to every, to anyone. Yeah, after them bitches have sold most out. <laughs> Man, you can still go get shit on StubHub. I seen this shit. I seen this shit yesterday. Because as soon as the Rams won, then it opened up. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was floating all over online yesterday. Like, you know that game sold out real fast. And now they're like, all right, we got about 11 tickets left. We're all y'all Niners. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's still ways to get tickets. There always is. Listen, bro, I'll make a phone call and shut that whole place down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, which uh, which game do you want to talk about next? You want to, well, and actually, which, uh, the, the <coughs> you who do you want to talk about? Brady getting his ass kicked or Aaron Rodgers getting his ass kicked first? Let's go. Let's go to the Brady game. Sir Bong's a lot in the building. What up? What up? All right. So let me uh, let's talk about some stats from the game and some stuff first. So we got our our Tom Brady, thirty completions, fifty-four attempts, so fifty-six percent completion. 329 yards, had the TD, uh, the big one to Mike Evans, had an interception as well. And he really didn't do much until, like, really, like, you get, like, halfway through the third quarter or whatever. That was when they kicked their second field goal. And it came off that Cooper Cup fumble. Yep. I mean, the Rams, man, they did everything to lose that game. And then, you know, it took about two and a half quarters for them to really start getting the Cooper Cup, and like, wait, and I fucked up. It was um, the Lenny T. The Lenny TD was after the Cooper Cup fumble. Okay. Uh, the, the field goal happened like I think like two uh, series before that. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, my point is though is that you know Cooper Cup had a quiet fourth quarter, all the way up until that last drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I I don't know what the defense was thinking there. You know, like that's. I don't, I I have it's the forty something seconds forty two seconds left. They gotta they gotta go the whole length of the field, and then and it's Cooper Cup like consecutive passes in a row, and then you have Will Gay in a revenge narrative. Will Gay in a revenge narrative, pun intended. Boots the Bucks out. He you know he was like a first round draft pick to them. <laughs> I, maybe not first. I know he was a high draft pick though to the Bucks, and they cut him after like a year. Yeah, and then he went. He went on over to uh, yeah, 2019. I think he was a rookie. Then he goes over to the Rams, and like they happy than a motherfucker, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, it's see, that's another thing too, man. Like they were just gassed. Maybe you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, every defense is gassed. You know, at the fourth quarter, like I mean, it. it I mean, you know, the, there's just levels to this, but. <laughs> The reason why I'm asking, did Tom Brady lose this game, is because last Super Bowl, the defense clearly won that game, but Tom Brady gets all the credit because he's the GOAT. You know, so I feel like Tom Brady has earned that status to where he either wins or loses the game. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of others playing besides him, but if he wins, even when the defense dominates, 
if the defense fucks up, him putting up three points it's for his the first fault. two and a half quarters. He definitely yeah, it's, it's definitely play. his fault. I mean, but you could also say they finally made it took them that long to make the adjustment that they needed to make. But right? you know what adjustments they made, right? I mean, None. it was the defense well, the finally defense, made some plays on yeah, the ball. The, the defense, I mean, they're making some type of adjustment to get three turnovers in the in the second half when the first half they, you know, I mean, they were just getting everything was not going their way at all. I told you the fix was in and it seemed like the mafia was involved because one of the turnovers that they got was that bullshit snap. Like Tom Brady fumbles. Literally the next play, you're telling me that bad snap that goes 30 yards in the other direction, then they get the ball in I Rams mean, territory. That, like that could be just some you know, some inexperience. The guy was nervous. There's no nerves to steal there. He just fl- he, he flings it at him like he's in shotgun, but he was right there. <laughs> and um, and it was uh um and after that play, it was actually crazy. So that play. It didn't even do anything for them because they ended up getting a turnover on downs, the Bucks. But yeah. then what happens after that? The ball comes back and Matt Gay misses a 47-yard field goal. Yeah, they had great field position to only get into a field goal range and then and, and to miss it. And like, so this is why I would say Tom Brady lost that game because the, you just named like three different chances where they can go down and march down and, and win. And then like all the Tom Brady truthers, which I am one because I am the guy who doesn't argue with people when, when they say he's not the goat. Like I, I mean, I mean, I argue with people when they say he's not the goat because I mean he has, he, he he's goat status, bro. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. But here's the thing, all the Brady truthers are like, well, if he had Chris Godwin, he wins that game. If he has Antonio Brown, he wins it. Oh, really? But then if he wins the game, you're the first guy saying, and he didn't even have Godwin, and he didn't even have Brown. It's like, yo. Stop talking for the sake of talking because if they really hear themselves, they sound stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because last like, Mahomes was, was down however many Mahomes was down however many linemen, you know, in the Super Bowl. Nobody takes anything away from Tom Brady because he was down there. But Tom Brady it's funny how people know so much about that offensive line, you know, because I don't know if Werfs is I mean the best like linemen on that line or not. I, obviously they're all good. And I know that Wurfs is one of the better ones, but everybody now is an offensive lineman guru, knowing that he's the best lineman and how they just exploited that one matchup the entire time. And no one else gave up a sack besides his replacement, which is false because they got sacked from both sides of mm-hmm. that. I mean, you know what it is, right? People probably did, Most people didn't even know who the fuck Christian Wurfs was <laughs> before this week. But that's all they're reading is that, oh, you know, Brady's going to be down, you know, Jen, uh, Jenkins and, and goddamn worst. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then it looks like worst is going to play, but then he's he's worse for wear, pun intended. <laughs> and then Jennings actually plays, the guy who didn't practice at all all week, and he played shitty. You know what I mean? Like, I'm look at, look at the Rams. They were without Andrew Whitworth. They were confident enough to say, okay, we will probably we're gonna survive till next week. And Lenny did way better than Cam Akers, too. Cause like there was a bunch of people who were like, Oh, Lenny came in and he was all hurt and he wasn't even a hundred percent. He did way better than Cam Akers did. And you know, Cam Akers, for what it's worth, is is coming off of an Achilles. So that's just amazing. Anything he does to me is amazing right now. Yeah. But and then I mean, fumbling it twice. That almost yeah. hurt him. That almost killed him. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? That's a 
they fumbled, fumbled it on the two yard line. Okay, when they're about, when they're about to go in, and then fumbled right it in that. the fourth in the fourth quarter, and they were on the thirty yard line, like the Rams thirty yard line. Yeah. And who scored the big time TDs? Playoff Lenny. When push came to shove, I mean, I know that Brady threw that big one to Mike Evans. Listen, nobody calls him Playoff Lenny but him. <laughs> okay, yeah, the, hey, part that, the, I, the part in the take people do. Listen, <laughs> no one in the history of ever called him Playoff Lenny until he started calling himself Playoff Lenny. And then when you watch the little NFL Films Super Bowl run documentary, you know, they interview like key you know components. So you know, and he's like, you know, uh, in the Super Bowl, you know, and I score a touchdown. They start calling me Super Bowl Lenny. No, they didn't. You, they show a clip of him talking about, I'm Super Bowl Lenny now. And, <laughs> like, I don't know, that annoys me. You don't give your own nickname. <laughs> you just don't do it. <laughs> I didn't name myself Bogart. I was just a hog like a motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker started calling me Bogart. You know what I mean? Sold a lot of weed when I was a youngster. Everybody used to call me Chiba. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, if I didn't like it, it wouldn't matter. Listen, I didn't go around like, you know what? They call me, they call me schoolyard Chiba. <laughs> you know, no. Stop making up your own nicknames. So I swore that it was the pardon my take guys who, who started calling him Playoff Lenny first. You're no. saying that Playoff Lenny you mean, created you, his own. Okay, name. hold on, hold on. Those guys have no creativity at all. They're pretty funny, though. They do make me laugh. Yeah. No creativity. <laughs> and David well, yeah. said, "You fumble my ball, I'll break your foot off in your in your brown parts, and then you run a mile." <laughs> Herman Boone don't play. <laughs> you know what? You know who else is not just speaking of like you know non-creative. Leonard Fournette's parents are not creative at all. They've <laughs> named their son Leonard and their other son after him, Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yeah, just gonna yeah. remove the, we're gonna remove the O and nobody will notice. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh oh man. fuck Anthony said parking pass was three hundred dollars. Um oh for the oh for the Bucks versus San Francisco. Or wait, wait, what are you talking about? You the Rams versus San Francisco? Is that who you're talking about? Like the, the games for, for this week, three hundred. 300 bucks for the parking pass? I mean, they usually run about 60, 70 bucks. Well, yeah. Depending on, because there's different parkings too. You can get like the $40 joint and be like a mile away from the stadium. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at least where I'm at, and I'd imagine it's like this for SoFi, it's not like one big old parking lot and that's where it's going down. There's several. That's oh, yeah. Down, but you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's just parking lots with no, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got some porter parties and whatnot. But yeah, and, and listen, man. I remember going. I, I did it one time where I uh, where I bossed up and uh, at the Laker game. It was, I mean, luckily it was just a regular season game, but uh, bossed up to be um, like right next to you know the closest one. It was like a hundred dollars, you know, for the ticket. And man, I was like five five cars away from Gary Payton and his yes. Lambo that was like all in like you know <laughs> roped off little section where nobody's fucking with it. What color was the Lambo? Was it green? It was green. Yep. You know how I knew that. Because I've seen Gary Payton in L.A. before in a fucking green Lambo. <laughs> yeah. 
And that shit looked dope. It was probably about like 13, 14 years ago. And he would, I mean, I he was already retired at the time, but so he's probably just cruising around. Hell yeah. It's like, hey, listen, them Gary Payne, the, the, the gloves, bro. That was his shoe, right? Yo, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, the son of a gloves, bro. Yeah. Born. Yeah. The glove, man, he don't play around. And so that was the time where I had, uh, I sat courtside. So I've sat courtside once in my life. We we're like second row. So close that I, when I was talking shit and yelling at the players, they could hear me. That shit was awesome. <laughs> Did you see uh, You see Jack Nicholson there? Uh, no, it was a Clippers game. It wasn't a Lakers oh, game. Okay. I said Lakers game, but I meant Clippers game. Okay. It, it was, uh, it was gold, uh, not Golden State. It was uh, the, what's it called? The, um, uh, the Thunder versus the Clippers in like. 2014 i think it was so like both teams i mean they were battling for the playoff spots and shit and uh the thunder ended up winning and i just oh, remember this was uh this was the last year for uh what's his name for kd yeah yeah because yeah. they go on to beat us uh they beat us in in the the uh the conference finals and then no uh, no gold that was the year golden no golden state won it was seven to seven all right, seven. Oh, yeah. to seven. It was it was no, a three to three tie going oh, into game seven. We beat them, then we lose in the playoff. We lose yeah. in the championship, yeah. and then we sign, we sign uh, KD, and I swear to God, it felt like we won already. Like that was like the best thing to happen for being like, and and, and check this out. One of my girl, uh, my girl's, uh, one of my girl's best friends works for some company that had something to do with the jerseys. So like he was like, hey, we're gonna get KD, and I was like, oh word. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, cause you know they're pressing up KD jerseys. Like no fucking way. And then it came, you know, it was like, wow, that's some great intel. Cause you know what I mean. You gotta have the merch ready to go. Oh yeah, it's gotta be ready like day they, one. They just hadn't announced it yet. Yeah, you know what I mean, they hadn't announced it. Literally the next day they announced it, and I'm like, dang, like we we fucking won. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, and we won a few. That made me stop like being interested in basketball, really. Because it's like we, we are we already knew what was gonna happen. It happened two years in a row. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I'll go put this baby down real quick. Okay. Then we're gonna get into some of these uh gonna get into the 49ers and did Aaron Rodgers lose them the game. Yeah. You got naked, right? Oh. Just walked in the room like, oh, you ain't naked, right? <laughs> All right, let's see. Panthers have officially hired Ben McAdoo as their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I had brought this up a little bit yesterday when we were just having some, it was during one of the commercial breaks. Um, yeah. I can't name you one running back in Ben McAdoo's system that went off. And, like, you know, hopefully because he's CMC, he could trump that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause this guy's a terrible play caller. His scheme is so old school. He he's like, he's part of the Adam Gaze era, where like they were the young guys at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, those were the young guys like 12, 13 years ago. You know what I mean? That were supposed to be innovative and like, and you know he's a Ben McAdoo. He's a product of uh, he's a product of uh, of my uh, what's his name? Of uh, what's what's their old coach over there in New York? Tom, not Tomlin. Um, Belichick. Yeah. I mean, not Belichick. Um, Parcells. Nah. 
dude, uh, Tom Coughlin. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's a product of Coughlin. And, like, the only reason Ben McAdoo got his shot is because, like, just like Tom Coughlin does, he kind of overstays his welcome at one point, and then everyone hates him. And then, um, you know, they, they keep on Ben McAdoo. And then they get into the playoffs the next year, and now they're one and done against Green Bay. And that was the game where OBJ was seen in the locker room bashing his head on, like, a concrete wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know I mean, that was, that was – if anyone didn't know he was crazy, that was definitely the first sign right there. So is, so is his claim to fame, like, being the, the quarterback coach during their Super Bowl win when he was with Green Bay? He was part of that. He was part of the regime. I don't remember his exact role. It was his role. Says, I'm looking at Wikipedia okay, yeah, right yeah. now. It says he was the quarterback's coach. Yep, there you go. So that's going to be like Byron Leftwich, you know, getting a job because he's Tom Brady's quarterback coach. So that's like, <laughs> yeah, just like, just like uh, Adam Gaze was for for Peyton Manning. Yeah, like you know, all these teams that I'm looking at. Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy with uh, Alex Smith that that career year he had. Yeah. Not saying Alex Smith is super jump out the window phenomenal, but he had a, a you know year. he finally went four thousand yards passing that that 2017 year. He had a career year. Yeah. All these. All these teams that McAdoo was a part of fucking sucked. Yeah, and I was the only one, like, where he's the quarterback coach uh, for Green Bay. And he's with Green Bay for a grip of years, I guess, 2006 to 2013. He was the tight ends coach for the longest time. The tight ends always fucking sucked there. I'm saying, like, what does this guy even do? You know what I mean? That's like, like, hey, how about this? Did you know? I'm a, a nuclear weapons expert, <laughs> right? See, I, I could just say that. You know what I mean? Like this guy, he's, I don't know what he, what he thinks he, he is, man. Like, and it took him two years of being away from football for people to forget how ass he was. And then here's Matt Rule. I know they have some type of correlation from the past. So it had to be a homie that kind of, you know, extended his hand out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he comes back. So he's out of football for two years. And then he comes back to be the quarterback's coach for the Jaguars in 2020. Oh, wow. And and they did a hell of a job with with, with Lieutenant Dan. Uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 is it Luton? Uh, Glenn Luton? What was his name? Mike Glennon, right? Oh, yeah, no, no. Jake. No. Jake Lieutenant Dan is what I was calling him. Jake Luton. <laughs> Remember Jake Luton? Uh-uh. Yeah, so last year it was it was Gardner Minshew, right. then, then receiving hairline Mike Glennon, and then it was uh, Jake Lieutenant Dan. I guess I just never went that far down the rabbit hole in 2020. I mean, the only reason I even know these things is because, like, I mean, like, you should know. You play in three quarterbacks. Jake, like, yeah, Jake, Jake Luton, yeah. Yeah, Jake. I, just, I remember Glenn. I remember Glennon playing. Like, I don't. How many games did Luton even play last so, year? Luton. They ended. Up, they ended up going back to Glennon at one point. Yeah, because they were like, we really, yeah, they were like, we really need to secure. Um, like, you know what's crazy is Jake. The 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 last game that Jake Luton played in in my memory was the one against Green Bay, where they actually, oh, they were they were they were on Green Bay's ass for like two quarters. And it was like, oh my God, they're, you know, Jake Luton threw a couple of touchdowns. It was like, oh shit, this they might pull off the upset. Then they didn't. You know what I mean? I know but, why I don't know him. It's because I'm on a Luton free diet. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but yeah, so 
yeah ben mcadoo you're a fucking scrub and um yeah i i, I don't know carolina panthers might not be fucking with them next year got this bum over there gonna be calling the shots yeah i mean i guess like you know sterling shepherd was the guy during those times with mcadoo and uh that role would be dj moore so you know i mean maybe for ppr purposes but then it's also like who the fuck is throwing them the ball yeah like you know what i mean like i mean i, I guess they're gonna take another shot with sam Darnold because he's gonna be free you know i mean they could pick up his fifth year option because they traded for him on his rookie deal yeah let's see here all right Let's get into some of this Darren Rogers talk. Let's transition over to that game. And uh, we had a question, you know, on our uh, on the circle last Thursday, and we said, "Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers' will to win, or is the curse just going to keep going?" Is San Francisco curse? Let me. Here's this stat line real quick before you before you start giving thoughts. Twenty completions, twenty nine attempts, sixty nine percent. 69 dudes you said 29 attempts yeah 20 completions 29 attempts so he had a, a, a an aaron Rodgers efficient game right 225 yards no touchdowns no interceptions you know so i mean the no no touchdowns that was the real big thing let me just break down kind of the game because like if you just remove the players and everything away like i mean this was a very like even game each team got one turnover Green Bay got the interception. San Fran got the fumble. Time of possession, damn near identical. It was within like two minutes of each other. Total plays, almost identical. It was like within two plays of each other. Third down efficiency, almost identical. Uh, the, the sacks for the QB. Rodgers took five sacks compared to Jimmy G's four. And then Green Bay punted uh, six times as opposed to San Fran's five punts. You know, Okay. Here, here's my thoughts initially is that I, I just don't know why people don't just be like, we're just going to throw all over their secondary. Right. Yeah. And then Adams and, Adams and um, Jones were shredding. Yeah. And then uh, this morning, uh, Darius Butler, he does a Monday spot on McAfee and uh, he, you know, he was t referencing his podcast. So I just stopped what I was watching and I went to that podcast. It was, you know, because they had Jimmy Ward on there mm -hmm. morning. And uh, Jimmy Ward was saying, you know, after that first drive, you know, Devontae Adams was just all over them, as 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 he should be. Yeah. And after that, they, you know, they kept making, like, pre-snap adjustments to, 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 you know, to shut down Adams. Sometimes they would do it after the snap, you know, and move coverage over to him. Like, so they were trying their best to fool Aaron Rodgers Cause you can't, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, one of those dudes. I mean, you if know, you're out there 10 seconds early with your exact look, like he's going to shred it. And like, so I will give my Niners that hell of an adjustment because that first drive was like, Oh my God, we're going to lose this fucking game. Went you right know? down, right down and scored first possession of the game. And that yeah. was the only touchdown that they got the entire and then, game. And then you lose AJ Dillon. You know what I mean? And like, who scored the touchdown? Who scored the only touchdown? Yeah. And, and it's a big, it's a big blow to lose AJ Dillon because I know their game plan was to have a change. Of 
Yeah, to grind it out and then also be able to change the pace up out of the backfield with Jones at any given moment. You know what I mean? And he did through the pass game for sure, but that mm-hmm. run game, it, it got shut down after Dylan was yeah. gone. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you're it's it's way easier tackling a guy who's like 205 pounds, 210 if that with Aaron Jones versus, you know, 240 plus <laughs> AJ Dylan in that weather. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's a brick house. Brick house. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I want to say something. I just want to see your thoughts on this. Do, do you think like, you know, the, the bite, there was some real bye week rust here? You know um, I, mean? I don't know if it was the bye week rust necessarily. I just think that they were way too conservative is what it was. I think Rogers just should have came out slinging more and, I, I didn't watch I, – I went through and I watched the recap of the game just kind of in fast motion, you know, so I didn't watch yeah. every single play. And it just looked like Rodgers wasn't himself. He was not – with the pocket presence, like we talked about it yesterday, how I said how Allen and Mahomes might be the two best QBs in the league. And yeah. one of the things was their pocket presence. Like I know they both got sacked a few times, but they avoided so many big-time sacks and extended plays. And I know Rodgers has the COVID toe, but he wasn't doing that at all. Like, he I mean, his thing, even, hits. even with the toe injury, he's been doing Aaron Rodgers things in the pocket, you know, sliding, sliding left or right, stepping up in the pocket you know, and then taking off. Like we, he was still doing I just, maybe, maybe the cold was a factor here. Maybe, you know, that kind of worked. Nah, they, they always play in the cold. I like, know, I mean, I'm, Okay, how about this? The last possession of the game for Green Bay, you go three and out there. It's a tie game. Yeah. Do that if you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy to me. The lack of weapons, I mean, you know, if if everyone's going to make that excuse, you know, for for Tom Brady, I mean, the lack of weapons that Aaron Rodgers has and always has, it's been garbage, you know? Hold on. And we've been seeing Aaron Rodgers do this with a lack of weapons his whole career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, mean, I know we can go back to, like, Jordy Nelson and, and James Jones and, like, even, you know, Jennings and guys he like that. some B-listers into A-listers, though. Yes. but And then, then motherfuckers are talking about, well, Brady would have won if he had Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. We've been watching Brady do it with nobody for years. Like, what? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, outside of the, the, the 2007 Randy Moss season – you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's like, what weapons does he ever really had? And I'd even say you can include that team in it. The team that he plays for right now, you know, and last year, I mean, it's way more stacked than any offense he's ever played with. Ever. So, okay. Ever. Yeah. Let's say any team, I'm not saying any quarterback is going to win with that, but if you're saying that Tom Brady needs like the, the most stacked team in the league to be able to win, that's really not saying much about Tom Brady. Maybe he had a bad batch of avocados this week. It, it's the it's it's the pocket presence, man. Like I'm telling you, like the reason why the NFL has always been a young man's game is because you got crazy athletes, probably some of the best athletes in the world, coming at you to take off your head every single play. Well, I mean, the old guys, the old guys are out. I mean, the oldest guy as far as experience is probably Patrick Mahomes left, right? I mean, not even probably. It is for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. The, the the oldest quarterback left with the most experience is Patrick Mahomes. And he's only 26. So, 
the uh, so the average age in the for the NFL quarterback is twenty six point seven years. There you go. And so you know that's that's why like it's so funny how reactionary people are to Brady or Rogers. Like these guys are the greatest. Yeah. It's, it's also it's also a great achievement to do it this long. Yeah. At, at a high level, you know what I mean. Like there's too many. Maybe it's because I'm not. I'm not blessed with athletic talent like that. So I'm never going to be like, oh, this guy needs to do better, you know, better athleticism. I, you know what I mean? It's just like, like, but then if it's something I am good at, like producing music or, you know, or, you know, writing, you know what I mean? Then I'm going to speak up. I just hate it when people have this opinion on something and they're just some fucking skinny fucking nerd kid on a keyboard. Who's, who, who doesn't who, who has pale skin i got a question for you let's see if you get this because i know you're pretty sharp with this kind of stuff how many qbs in the nfl like starting qbs that's what we're talking about are over the age of 30 okay hold on actually you know what yeah 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 starting qbs starting qbs over the age of 30 okay so we have okay in the in the NFC North, you have Rodgers and Cuzzo. <laughs> you have Wilson, Stafford. <laughs> then you have. There is no one over thirty in the in the AFC West. Um, I guess I'll still count Big Ben. He's the only thir- He's the only old guy in the NFC North. And he's a starter, okay. and, and we're going and we're going starters too. Yeah. So. And- North, and then uh, there's nobody of that age starting in the in the AFC. I mean the NFC East. AFC. There's another. We have Brady. Uh, we don't have Drew Brees, obviously. Yeah, so Brady. Then in the the NFC, the AFC South. Yeah, so we have six. So say it again. Who'd you say? You said Brady. Brady, Wilson. Ben. Brady, Wilson, Cousins, Rogers. Um, what's his name? Uh Roethlisberger. And I had one more. Oh, Stafford. There you go. And so one other one is Tannehill. Ah, I didn't know he was over 30. I thought he was 30. So he's uh 30, 33. Oh yeah, that man. I forgot he's the 2012 class, man. I should have known that. But still, that's it. And you know, Jimmy G's 30. You know, so I mean, but we said over 30. But that's it. Seven starting QBs. You know, in the league that are over 30. <laughs> Big Ben. We already know he's probably not going to be playing. Yeah. You know, this next year. Yeah. I mean, guy like Matt Ryan. I mean, we may be seeing him have one more year as a oh, starting. Oh, I forgot QB. to add Matt Ryan. So there's eight. Oh, I swore that you had him in there. Yeah. So eight total. Eight total. Yeah. Damn. Hey, that's kind of crazy, man. Because you know, Flacco was one of those guys too. Until you know what I mean? I mean, but he's still he's still on the list here. I mean, there's he's a not lot a of starter, though. Right, right. Yeah, there's like let me see one, two, three. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty-three, twenty-four uh, QBs in the NFL that are over thirty. Okay, just like only eight or only eight are starters. <laughs> Taysom Hill is on there as well. He's 31. I mean, 
you know, he but started, yeah, I mean, he started a couple harder. games. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, good news, everybody, too. Um, so my oldest that was in a close contact, she tested negative. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Now she and, baby again. <laughs> yeah, and look at Niner and JC. What up, JC Money? So Niner said 12. JC Money said 16. Football is a, is a young man's sport. I mean, look at some of the best QBs in the league right now. We got Mahomes. We got Allen. We got Burrow. Um, I mean, if you throw Lamar and in they're there. All, they're, all tw- they're all 25 and up there. 25 and under. No, yeah. no, because Burrow and Burrow and Allen are 25 right now. Remember, Burrow was a late guy. He went five years, I think, in college. He, he did like the Andrew Luck shit. You know what I mean? Right. And then – Obviously, Mahomes is 26. And then let's not forget about and, him. And, and, but he, he just turned, And real quick, Joe Burrow literally just turned 25 on December okay. 10th. So it's not, I mean. Wait, hold on, hold on. Joe Burrow is Sagittarius. Yeah. That's tight. And December 10th is like, that's that's my man CJ and my cousin Adam and and his dad and my Uncle Pete. They all, and those guys could party, man. Shout out to December 10th. No wonder he's out there all swagged up and all cocky than a motherfucker. Right? He's sad. He's like, y'all go to the shittiest team, turn them around. He fucking did that. Okay, how about this? Deshaun Watson. He has the same. His, his birthday is like a couple days around Patrick Mahomes, so they'll they're they're the, almost the same exact age too. Yeah, yeah. Watson's like twenty five, right? No, they're the same age. Oh, who? Watson, okay, I might they might only have the same birthday week and it might they might be a year apart. I might be wrong about that part. Okay. But I I think they're the same age. And their birthdays are like they're both in September, like early September. And who'd you say? Watson and who? Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay, yeah. So 25. Mahomes is 25, right? Or did he turn Mahomes 26? is 26 party. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he was. What was was he twenty five when he won the Super Bowl, or was he? He was okay. How old is Mahomes now? He is twenty six, right? I just yeah, want to make sure I have that right. Yeah, just turned twenty six in September. Okay, so when he won the Super Bowl, he was twenty four, right? And, and then he won the MVP at twenty three. So he's the only person, yeah. only player ever who was under twenty five. He, he was won both. Yeah, and and he um, yeah, because that's right. Because he, he opened up. 2020 against the Texans, and I remember them like shredding. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Wasn't that a crazy ass game? Like back and forth. I mean, it was cool. It was uh, it was the Clyde Edwards Hilaire like debut, where everyone was like, you know, because he people were so torn on him. Yeah, and he went out there and and he that was one of three of his big games on the ground that year. Yeah, you know I mean, he went yeah. out there like a buck thirty on the ground and he ran for one. Yeah, but what but what I do remember is that like JJ Watt just stuffing his ass on the line because and they kept trying to little ass fucking Hilaire to get in there. Yeah, and, and you know he's all small. You pop up behind a lineman and then JJ Watt just plugged the hole. Bam! Like, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna put in Daryl Williams in there in the next play. <laughs> but yeah, that was a uh, yeah, that was it, it. Was one of those back and forth games. I mean. The Texans had it really bad last year to open the 2020 season. Their schedule, they had like they played like eight playoff teams in a row or some shit like that. Yeah, because then they start 0 and 4. Like they had like four crazy yeah. ass games like right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts the amount of starting QBs that we got, even that are under 25, because you wouldn't even put uh, Josh Look at Allen. Andrew Luck, man. Andrew Luck, he left the game too early for, 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 for people like us that wanted to see him yeah. go out there and, and be a warrior more, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he was just like, man, I, ain't, I ain't taking this beating no more. He's <laughs> like. Uh-oh. 420 Central time. Let's pack it up and smoke it. Yeah. So here we go. Here's the here's the QBs under 25. So we're not including Josh Allen on this. But you got Kyler Murray. I mean, even though Daniel Jones was, was pretty garbage, I mean, he was a starter for most of the year. So we'll throw him, at least for this year in that. He's 24. <laughs> Lamar he was Jackson. great for fantasy until he died. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, 24. Um, Sam Darnold, 24. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, 23. Uh, <laughs> Judge Davis Mills Lane. I mean, he's 23. Started more games than Tyrod. Um, <laughs> Jake Fromm is 23. So, I mean, you know, Glennon played a couple, but the whole New York uh, Giants duo right there. Um, Jalen Hurts, 23. Um, Tua, 23. Herbert, 23. Trevor, 22. Uh, Fields, 22. Um, and Wilson, 22. So there's almost as many under 25 you know, uh, QB starters as there is over okay. 30. Look look at those names. Look at those names. Out of those names, Lamar, uh, Kyler, these are guys that are going to be looking to get paid. They're, they're, the campaigns that are, they're, they're fresh off of don't help their cause. No. Right? Uh, Herbert, the arrow just keeps going up. I don't give a fuck what no one says. Yeah, right. they're gonna need to like re-sign him sooner rather than later because it's like the longer you push it off, yeah, the and he's not gonna want to resign. He's gonna be worse. He's not gonna want to resign there. He's gonna be like, man, I'm gonna nah, because he, he's a, mean, he you was know, a Chargers. He was a Chargers fan as a kid. They better fucking take care of him. Like, if the Chargers have any kind of like inkling in their brain of what they should do, they better know that you just throw the house at Herbert. Bad ownership. That's horrible. That's where the curse comes from. They le- leave in San Diego. Bad idea. Yeah, and it's all because and they paid five hundred bill five hundred million just in like tax to the league to move, and like the whole thing is they didn't want to build a new stadium. Um, they didn't want to pay to build a new stadium. Yeah. So right now, like SDSU, they're building like a stadium like right now, and it looks like it's going to be kind of small, you know, compared yeah. to what you know, the Charger oh, stadium would have been. Well, well, because think about this. The SoFi thing was going to happen regardless. Right. SoFi Rams are already going there and all it that. Was set, it was set to be NFL Network's new headquarters, which it is. And it was also set to be the home of the Rams. And they didn't know who else. They knew right. it was gonna be one more team, but they didn't initially know. Because it, it might have been the Raiders, right? Like the Raiders are coming Raiders. in that next. Right, and then, but see, the Raiders had their sights on Vegas, right? A long time for a long time, right? And, yeah, because I remember they bought like LasVegasRaiders.com and that shit like got leaked or something. Yeah, I mean, man, for, for those of y'all, man, that that are, are some real Bay fans, you know, saying who who sang this song? Put it in the chat, and I'll I'll, I'll send you mushrooms or something. Yeah, but it said I'm a Raider. Oakland Raider from the Bay to LA to Las Vegas, cause I'm a player, boss player, right? I wasn't a Raider fan. That song slapped. If anybody who knows made that song, I'm 
fucking 100 points to you. But here's the thing why I bring that up is because they, that wasn't even an idea. It's like, did these rappers speak it into existence? Because yeah. they are the Las Vegas Raiders now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. On Entourage, I mean, they've, um, you know, they predicted a lot of random things like movies and stuff that came out. And uh, they, they they were talking about bringing, uh, bringing a pro football team to L.A. And I don't know what year that was, maybe 2010, yeah. maybe 2009. I can't remember. So long before it actually happened. And they were talking about like build, getting an expansion team, you know, yeah. not like bringing a team from anywhere else. And well, uh, well, here's another thing, too. Going back to when they went with SoFi just before I before, uh, forget this. Because I obviously this was the, the main thing I was going to bring up, but I danced all the way around it like I do. Uh, the owner of the Rams, he had he had bought up that land in Inglewood long ass time ago. It was like this guy was playing chess for like ten years before they even broke ground. You know what I mean? And then obviously it's like, okay, who the fuck can I get some money up out of? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yo, they got the, they got it out of the Spanos. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Chase said loonies. Yeah, Chase. Let's go. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the town. Yeah, we got. I, I feel stupid that I sang that song and it's recorded and someone can crop that and be like, "Look at Bogart singing the Raider song." <laughs> <laughs> Chase said a classic Bay Area rap, good shit. Right, that shit is hella throwback now. It's like, damn, they're twenty years old now. So crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah, shit's nuts. <laughs> Yep, the man, these rappers, man, just be writing about shit before it happens. I mean, but it is uh like what we were talking about. I mean, you know, we had Damu, um, the rapper on uh, on here, and uh, you even talked. He talked about how he wrote a song about getting shot, never been shot before. Mm -hmm. And then it's like listening to his song, getting shot. And then you even brought up how Tupac was like, I didn't even start getting shot till I started rapping about me getting shot. Yep. Okay. You know what? Never do as a rapper. Don't never shoot a video of your own funeral. Yeah. Like Mac Mac Miller did it. He died. Fucking Tupac did it. He 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 gets killed. Like Tupac, it, it wasn't even a funeral. It was a, he did a, a whole thing of him getting shot in the drive by. Remember the I uh, I managed your video. It's, that's hell of a throwback. Really poor yeah. projection. I mean, everything that I know just about you know how everything that we say like totally makes a difference on like the way that like shit like shapes out like in the world. If I was a rapper, I, I, even though people don't like it, you know, all the time, but I would just be rapping about all the shit that I have and all the shit that I'm going to get because of this. Cause like a million and whatever people hey, listen to it, that's just, just going to keep coming. I love, I love, I love a lot of different artists, but Jay Z is one of my favorites because he's not, not only is he a Sag, like he just influenced me. To like, like style, like I used to hate it when rappers would just write punchline after punchline. So it'd be like, like you know, metaphors are like or as, right? So it'd be like, right. I'll lay you flat like a placemat because we don't play that, and and like this and like that and just like everything. I'm like, that's just annoying. Like I liked it better, like when you said met when you spoke metaphorically, like you know what I'm saying, like you'd be like, survive the drought. I wish you well, like you know what I mean. Like they're like that shit'll go over somebody's head. Survive the drought. I wish you well. Like, you know, survive the drought because it's it's fucking ain't nobody got it right now. And then hey, I wish you well. And it's as simple as that. It's like, hey man, I hope you do good, but I wish you well, like for to, to solve the drought. Like, here's some water. You know what I mean? Like that that's why I like Jay. But anyways, bring going back to Jay, right? He 
he came to a point to me where it was like hit what he was rapping about i had to start like re researching shit like oh what's the hue blow oh that's a watch i'll never buy you know what <laughs> i mean like i started not being able to identify with him to a degree you know what i mean because he was too rich <laughs> well i think what I, don't, is, I don't know about fucking warhol paintings and shit <laughs> yeah and I, I mean and i know everyone has a timeline on when they need to be rich by you know in their head not saying you do just people in general you know and uh who knows i mean i know i was ahead of my time and uh different paths that i took kind of set me back like a lot a lot of years but I here's the thing here I, here's one of my realizations on on a on a good dmt trip right is, is i realized i am rich because ri your riches are subjective you know what i mean exactly i might be the, i might be the brokest richest motherfucker out here but, and, and we ain't broke by any means but i mean by by rich because you know to me what you know, riches are things that are priceless you know what I mean? Like maybe you can't even call them riches, like family, like kids, like, you know what I mean? Great relationships. You know what I'm saying? Shit that has uh substance to it, long, long lastability. You know what I mean? Yep. Hell yeah. And living in California may make me broke sometimes, but man, mm -hmm. going to Minnesota and going to some of these other places, like mm -hmm. I would rather have less money in my bank account and live in Southern California than have a little bit more money in my bank account and live anywhere else in the world. So there, it, it, it's funny because they they have a they have a saying called you're a, like a townie like you know he he loves his his city so much or his town he never leaves he's a townie right but but also it's like man Cali bro <laughs> like, I think like I like you know we're getting ready to move I ain't never lived anywhere else outside of the Bay you know what I mean yeah and like but you know I can live out in Sac you know because that's yeah. where I'm planning to go because I'm like okay that's Cali the weather ain't super crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm in San Jose, we're inland. So like, we don't even get the super duper cold like Frisco does or okay. Oakland, you know, cause they buy the water hella tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where it, it's going to be, you, you know, you're going to get that fog on the, on the freeway. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it, I'm inland and like, I swear to God, nothing beats, nothing beats where I live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe in San Diego, my, my shout out to my man, Brian, who lives out there. You know, he, he's from where I'm from, and he moved out there when we were, like, teenagers. And he always says San Diego rivals San Jose as far as, like, just a, a comfortable place to live. Yeah. Fuck shit that goes on. But, like, you know, this is our domain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And, I mean, San Diego is so big. Like, I mean, it's crazy how, I mean, L.A. is huge, but people who live in South Central, like, won't really get out of there. You know, but it's like in San Diego, it's like. They don't want to get shot, bro. <laughs> There's these areas in these pockets where it's like people will get out of the hood and go there, you know, and that those areas, you know, they may be a little bad, you know, but they're not as bad, you know, and even now with all the internet stuff going on, like who knows if, like, if it's even the same, like driving through some of these hoods hey, man, really outside anymore. You know, what's crazy is like, if you, if, if you think of stereotype criminal from when we were coming up, right. You're thinking of a motherfucker who throws a ski mask on and 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 they busting a kick though and hitting a lick and tying it. It's, it's straight home invasion. Now you're wearing a ski mask on that you got to wear a ski mask to go pick up your groceries. <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, some of the criminals that you got to be scared of even more. These motherfuckers are stealing your identity. 
Yeah. You're never even going to see this motherfucker. Yeah. He running, around, he running around. He got whole accounts in your name. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, this, this, this mother motherfuckers out there these days, bro. Oh, yeah. Hell, you know yeah. It ain't nothing to play with, man. That's for sure. All right. Well, you know what? We've been rocking for almost an hour and a half. I think we're going to call it right there. And um, came up with a good idea, too. And uh, we'll, we'll have to figure this out. Instead of doing FNT every single day, maybe we do FNT like three days out of the week, but we still keep it rocking very close to the time. And we mix in, you know, the circle. Uh, maybe we mix in, um, you know, movies and munchies or something. I feel like a lot of it, you know, when we have these super late shows, six o'clock, six thirty. I mean, a lot of East Coasters may not even rock with us because it's so late. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't. The, the thing with the circle is like, it's used, it's the availability of the people we get. We're getting on. You exactly. Know I mean? So maybe it's not at one o'clock. Um, you know, start time. Maybe it's a three o'clock start time or. I mean, we got some East Coasters too, and, and some and uh, some Central Timers that that rock with yeah. us. And everyone doesn't have to be on it every every time either. Exactly. And I mean, shit, try our best to bring on new motherfuckers all the time. Yeah. What? Hey, what's I'm, I'm about insane. to have this thing down. I'm about to have this thing down, Pat. Man. And once, and, and I know you're out there watching cock. I want the cock pause. <laughs> I want the rematch, cock. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be funny to see. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be funny, but I'm excited to see the evolution from week one to week two. Cause I'm more people know like just what you were saying. Like we need to start making these points real quick. I like Pringles, you know, because you can't just have one ding, because uh you got sour cream and onion, ding. You got yeah. pizza, ding. Do it on the cover, hell of a mustache, ding. Comes yeah. in a big-ass can, ding. Small can, ding. Variety packs, ding. You know what I mean? Because like, that's what I was uh, explaining to TD um, when I talked to him. Uh, he was just asking some questions about how it's going to go and stuff. And uh, I told him that's what I felt like everyone was trying to do, like win the debate with like one big point. Yeah. And like that's not the point of the show. The point is, uh, it's quantity over quality. You, you should have. So I'm not saying I'm going to give people points for bullshit takes. And I was like, yeah. I even deducted someone's point when they got a stat wrong. Um, and that when they said that Josh Allen raised his uh, QB percentage um, this year compared to last year, and that one was false. So I deducted the cop for that point. Yeah. But then uh, he was like, Do we have to get analytical? And like, does it have to be stats? No. And I was like, No. But he if you like, throw out a stat. <laughs> He said, I'll tell you what, he's not. He's not the cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's killing. I'll never beat him. <laughs> oh, I'll never beat him. Yeah, man. Uh, he, he's got the edge over everyone just because of his character. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, too, because it was like it was bestowed upon him, like, right before the show. You know what I mean? He, yeah. Well, I mean, I sent it to everyone. Yeah, like right before the show. No, but... I, I mean like you know, like because you know he was just like you know on the spot with it. Like you get what I'm saying. Like you know, he's like, okay. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yep. And Stu said, "Central here. How about them Cowboys? It's our year next year." And Stu's gonna say that every time, <laughs> yeah. just because because he knows that. Oh uh... man, I do not want to go fishing with Stu right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get to this chip, baby. We one game away. So close. 
Yes, sir. And uh, JC Money said uh, we're going, uh, him and Coach Craig going live um, in uh, what, 35 minutes or 30 minutes from now. Super draft uh, basketball. Hope you all got your hockey lineups in as well for the subscription side. You're not talking about hockey? I was waiting for you to give some of your fucking hockey lineups, bro. I'm just going to hit up Austin. (laughs) JC Money slacking (laughs) on. And uh, Stu said, uh, bogey, uh, throw those hairline analysis. You'll win every time. <laughs> Dak and his fucked right. up hairline. Dak, Mike Glennon. You know what I'm saying? I got a bunch of them. Josh McCown was one of them. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, they, they got old and really got old. Like, Aaron Rodgers, he's still, he like, he's like, fuck, I'm growing my hair out now. Like, yeah. Tom Brady, he's just like, he's like, he's like, I look better than I did when I was 24 now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. I got to think of uh, some questions, but uh, I know two I, of the I questions. I got a bunch too. Just look, I, I don't mind brainstorming with you on some of them. Oh, yeah. And I know, I mean, two of them are going to be about who wins the game, you know, and we'll see who can come up with the uh, the best points there on that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how this shapes out. Um, you, you know what you could do too? I thought of this idea. If we if like if um, I mean, someone getting eliminated every round that sucks, right? Yeah. Especially if we had like the amount of people we did, because we you know we could have could have created a little more drama, right? But then, yeah. you know, after two rounds, then we cut like the bottom two. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it chops it you know even further. Then I figured if we ever get in tie modes, you should have some stats on deck. Like you know, how sometimes you be quizzing me on shit. Yeah. Like, hey, how many uh, quarterbacks do you think? And then, you know what I mean? 10 seconds for the tiebreaker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just have some of those, like, you know, some of those real specific NFL fucking trivia joints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Have them motherfuckers on, on hand. Yeah, because that's the tough part with the ties. Because we have so many people. Like, on that show, they only have four people on it. So, uh, it's pretty easy. And I- I'm sure they fudge the numbers a little bit. Um you know, because sometimes we'll see like they'll give like two or three points for a point if it's like a real if it's a real good point or whatever. So you know like, what? I, want to I would love this show to become a thing where you're the host, and then if there's ever a tie break, if there's ever a tie, I'm just the, I'm not even a competitor on the show. I'm the guy. I'm the judge, and then whoever wins, they face me. <laughs> like, that would be dope. <laughs> or yes. the cock. They face me or the cock. Yeah. <laughs> or just whoever the reigning champion is. That would be kind of cool, too. Yep. Like, Hell here yeah. we got the fucking reigning champion back. You know what yeah. I mean? That would be kind of tight, too. And that's going to be the cock this week. He's going to come in strutting. Right. <laughs> hey, this shit's going to be tight, dude. When, when, are, we, are we keeping that to Thursday? Uh, Yeah, at least for now. Okay, cool. I like that. That works good. Yep. And Nigel coming through at the super chat right at the end. Nice, bro. He says, shout out to the hustler and Luigi. Yeah. Right before we got out of here, too. Perfect timing. All right. Well, uh, Bogart, tell them everything they need to know on the way out. Hey, the earth is my turf. Let's let's go, Niners. I'm probably going to try to wear a bunch of Wolverine shirts this week because I need to rejuvenate. My Niners, we need to we need to heal up, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, SoFi, give me money. Uh, 
I, I don't want them to come home. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're going there this week, and we're going to stay there. That's what I want to happen. But the analysis is going to get deeper this week because my, my right out the gate analysis, I do like the Rams. You know what I'm saying? If I was to take the hat off because of the shape we're in. But you know how I am. We'll wait and see what the uh, we'll wait and see what the injuries are all about. Good looking, Nigel. You the man, bong bong. Yeah, and uh, playmakers, and playmakers, playmakers happening tomorrow. Yeah, playmakers Wednesday. Shout out to Peacock. Shout out to the cock. He actually sent me the graphic already, so uh, I'll shoot it over to you. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, Wednesday's gonna be a big show. I got some new mushrooms. I'm excited to test drive. You know what I mean? So. I mean, maybe, maybe I might be weird on Wednesday, actually, because <laughs> I shouldn't be debuting new mushrooms. I like, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll stick with the old batch for now. But yeah, <laughs> either way, it's going to be an awesome show. Luigi's hosting. Yeah. And then everyone, don't forget, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go get subscribed to all the podcasts. Go hit, go download all the podcast episodes. Get me those extra downloads. You know it helps. You don't even have to listen to them. Just go in and download them. That's really what it's all about for the podcast is those downloads. So hook a brother up. Leave me a five-star review on Apple and then go subscribe everywhere. Go get in on Patreon. If you're not there yet, we're starting these Dynasty Leagues pretty soon in a handful of weeks here. So make sure you go get in right now. The spots are filling up very, very quickly. So just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. You can find me everywhere. We are out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.